Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the stream scene, episode 11. Uh, we have an awesome episode for you guys today. I'm joined by my co-host, the Hunter Wild. How are you doing today, Hunter? I'm doing I'm doing pretty dang well. I'm coffeeed up and I'm amped about the conversation that we're going to have today on the on the show. And I know a lot of people have been waiting for this particular subject uh, to mm -hmm. get some more information revealed. Uh, and speaking of of that, we are we are joined over here by the by the I don't know where I'm pointing now. We're we're joined. <laughs> no, by, you had it. You had it. <laughs> I did. I really. The, nope, by the way. incredible, oh, the incredible and amazing. <laughs> Uh, and, and truly, in, in my opinion, uh, brilliant, seriously, Clara, <laughs> seriously, Clara, Clara, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, we talked about this before, but never call me intelligent anyway, because that's too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, but yeah, I, I'm Clara Sia, IRL, and uh, more known, I guess, online as Seriously Clara. I play indie games on Twitch as a casual, and I highlight things like positivity and acceptance and inclusivity and safety on my channel. But it's mostly about the indie games. Um, in real life, I work as an influencer relations person for Sandbox Strategies, a PR firm for gaming, gaming PR firm in New York. And uh, what I do is I help our clients, typically developers and publishers, get their games into the right influencers' hands, streamers, YouTubers, etc., um, so that they can play the game and get more coverage for our clients. So I work pretty much my whole life is Twitch. <laughs> Twitch and helping people, right? And helping people. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're, what you're going to be doing here today as we talk about uh, the Twitch Terms of Service Community Guidelines. I hope so. All right, let go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit about what these guideline changes are and what, why we're talking about it today. So, uh, you know, last month, uh, Twitch made an announcement uh, basically saying, like, we're making some updates to the community guidelines. Uh, they highlighted them and it caused a huge stir because it was basically the first time in a long time that they um, were finally addressing some of these lingering issues on the on the platform. You know, with high toxic toxicity, uh, you know, people like partners attacking other partners, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So basically what these guidelines, um, the, the highlight of these changes uh, include, uh, as I'm looking through this, um, just to make sure I don't miss anything, um, new policies towards anti-harassment and hateful conduct. Um, so basically, like, you know, if, uh, you know, those like those hate type raids or talking about talking badly about other broadcasters, stuff like that. Um, you know, that's going to result in a indefinite suspension. Um, they address sexual content. Um, so they didn't make anything specific towards what people would like, what you could wear and what you couldn't wear. Cause that's really going to be different, but they, they address um, emotes, camera angles, um, the, Basically, the content of your stream, if it's being, you know, oriented towards a sexual nature, um, that was no longer allowed. Um, so that was, that was kind of like the other big thing. Um, so the community guidelines, the changes went into effect March 5th. So it's been exactly one week uh, since these changes have been made. Uh, so we're going to discuss um, basically, you know, its impact, if it has had an impact, uh, if the guidelines have gone too far or not far enough. Um, and what we think about these guidelines as a whole, as um, you know, other platforms also make changes like this as well. Um, so we'll start off basically going into, you know, what, what do you guys think prompted these these changes on Twitch? Um, honestly, I think the spark was from all the press about clarity and transparency or lack thereof um, about Twitch. I myself tweeted about Mixer's very much clearer rules. And that was where I first saw it. It was you tweeting about it. An article that Polygon wrote about um, Mixer, why it's more it's seen as more positive than on Twitch. Um, and I'm inclined to believe that people who have tweeted things like that have made an impact because after those tweets that I made, I was contacted by my partner rep to be involved in conversations around Twitch's community guidelines. And this was before Twitch made any of the announcements about the guideline changes. Um, so I really think that just us putting the spotlight on things and public press picking up on this idea about how like this platform is seen as more positive as that platform or why are people seen as more toxic on this one than that one? I think just the PR behind it is really what prompted these changes. I don't know what you think, Hunter. Uh, I, the 
I, I, I definitely can't speak to the to that internal dynamic and the internal direction, but from the outside, seeing it unfurl, that is exactly what I saw. Uh, the first time that I noticed anything moving in that direction was your tweet about mixers rules and the conversation that that, that flowed forth for like a week and a half after yeah. that. And, and kudos to you for continuously uh, engaging people with a very level head. Um, that's a, that's a major, st- a lot of people could learn that from you. I'm trying to take some notes. Um, that was, that was, that was where it, that's, that was where it started for me. That's when I started paying attention to it. And it was shortly thereafter that I saw Twitch start to note that or, or Twitch, Twitch mentioned that I think on their, um, in one of, one of their own tweets about what they were going to be doing soon thereafter. Yeah, it was yeah. it was actually really cool. Like if I was really ecstatic originally about how, you know, it felt like they're actually listening, albeit through Twitter and not through the conventional ways of providing feedback. Um, but it really seemed like they're working on these rules updates. And I'm sure they were working on it like well before my tweets yeah. or anybody else's tweets, but reaching out to me and I'm sure other people really just felt like they did care. Um, even if it was maybe just for damage control, <laughs> but it, it, that's maybe giving myself too much credit, but <laughs> I think, I, that it, it was, I mean, it's good stuff. yeah, I mean, they clearly did, you know, s- like see you being outspoken about it because not only did the Twitch account respond to you, like they retweeted your tweet with a comment, uh, towards those guidelines, but I mean, they also involved you in the process. So, yeah. you know, um, that's how, that's how I've actually, you know, I, I link this these changes to you, Clara, because of your tweet about the mixer guidelines. I mean, that tweet blew up, uh, and and everyone around on Twitch was like, like these seem like pretty good things. Like, why can't we have this too? Like, you know, like I feel like Twitch was at a, 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 a like an intersection or a, a fork in the road, where it was like, okay, they can continue down the path they are and ignore, you know, all the hateful negative cesspool that occurs on Twitch and just keep making money and just keep focusing on business or they can, you know, address this and actually like decide that, you know, for the community as a whole, like they need to make some changes, like they need to put their foot down. Um, And I mean, it's to be seen, you know, if they will actually act on these, um, which is probably something that we'll, we'll discuss here soon if they actually uh, you know, are, are they going to ban big streamers for this kind of stuff? Right. Like, is that a direct question? Or <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could talk about it now. Like, you know, um, like, do you guys, have you guys seen any, any impact on it? I have probed. I've definitely probed, not just on Twitter. I've probed people who have had conversations about it. I've even asked, I don't want to name any names, but I've even asked a couple of the streamers that have been put under the, the hot, light is that the right word but the, and, Say word. um just asked you know like do you have any fear and in fact i have gotten back responses no there's no fear so that's oh, very alarming to me that and not only are people just outwardly and very vocally mocking the new guidelines and saying basically mm-hmm. that they're immune to it i've actually gotten a couple of responses from people saying nah i'm good it's fine so like without naming names that really that really sets me up to, to, you know, not some of the more positive expectation be, uh, affected by it, presumably. Right. That's what, that's what you're saying. Cause I, cause I would say, Oh, I'm not worried about it, but that's because I don't feel like I would am breaking any of the things you're talking about people who may in fact be subject to some of these things who don't feel like they have anything to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I also asked about whether or not, do you think maybe this is Twitch's, just being overloaded with reports right away. And that's something that I expected. Like we're not going to see change overnight. We're not going to see change over a week, not even after a month, not significant change anyways. But I was hoping very much hoping to see some positive stories. Like, you know how there's all these negative stories right now. And they're at the forefront of like, Twitch isn't doing anything and these people are still getting away with this and that you would think that there's also some like very prominent, good wins out of it. And I haven't gotten a single one yet. Um, not to say that I have, you know, the biggest reach and network in the world, but it's not anything that's just out there. You know, usually you hear about things like that. Um, haven't really seen anything. Is that like a visibility issue? Because I mean, we all know that the <laughs> the negative sticks in your head more often, and it's mm-hmm. often a, a thing that comes to the fore first. Um, so I would I would imagine that even if there were 
some wins coming out of it. It might not, and by its by its nature, this might also be true that it might not be the thing that's the most visible. Whereas the big blowups about some negative aspect, you know, some negative quality, would be the most visible ones, the ones that we see the most often, the ones that are retweeted and commented on the most often. I expect. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely see where you come from. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say if you're talking like talking in terms of like finding out like who's getting banned or something, like I mean. <laughs> are they gonna publish like today these people have been banned like I oh mean, no it's, it's kind of like it's like when you find that kind of stuff out like that's the thing about these changes is that we're, we'll only know really if it's working if it's like impacting people that we know right if it makes waves if it, there's like out outcry or anything we, we don't know like what kind of effect this has on the millions of you know smaller broadcasters that you know fly mm-hmm. under the radar for most of us but like you know, there's right. some horrible things that happen in smaller channels that, like, like if you dive into the corners of Twitch, so, you know, as a whole, like, hopefully, like, that kind of stuff gets cleaned up and into a noticeable effect. But, I mean, it's only been a week still, so. And that's definitely where I was aiming at as well before. It's not just, you know, like, all the big negative things. I very, very clearly said I want to know the wins that we're getting. Um, and like you said, Things are probably happening. They're they're happening on a smaller level. They're happening on a slower level. But perception really matters in this case, right? Um, and I expected to get something, anything back. But what mm-hmm. I'm hearing is um, the rules are actually increasing toxicity in that people are doing the fake positivity in streams, and they're oh. you know they're doing more of the shaming of like the actual things that are happening that are visible not what's going on behind the moderation team or the admin team or anything like that because we can't really comment on them and i really don't think it's fair to you know from what i hear they're the last people to hear about changes and the first people that are to blame <laughs> to be yeah, blamed yeah, about things right. not actually happening so absolutely no ownership i i'm placing any of this on the moderation team um but just what we're actually seeing um it is is a little disheartening and I've also gotten quite a few people who have DM'd me. I, I left my DMs open for a little while um, about the changes that have happened in their channels. And most of them were smaller channels. There are people who are just coming in to, to do the whole like, you know, TOS with the happy face and whatever, like smile, positivity and things like that. And who knows how long it'll take for that to die down. But that's what's happening right now. So th- that's, those are the changes that are happening right now. And I, I specifically wanted to talk about everything. that. Sorry, that time situation when do you expect like what's your what do you what do you see um uh, the seeds being planted now are we going to be waiting for like four ish months like half a year while there's all of the that fake surface like kind of gut reaction and here's my comical response kind of thing uh and a lot of a lot of attention toward the negative side of it do you expect that to last for a few months or is that just going to be indefinite? And, and on the far side of that, do we see, are you expecting to see it actually calm down where people just kind of forget and now it's like normal, it's just normalcy. You have normalized these new guidelines into behavior and uh, you know community attitudes and broadcaster attitudes and it's just standard. So I, I have to have faith. <laughs> this is more of a faith question for me. Um, because I, you know, who knows what actually goes on back there? Are they are they just slowly trickling down mm-hmm. the, the standards of how to moderate this? You know, like is there is there a bottleneck that's happening right now, or is it still kind of back in the whole favoritism sort of very um, inconsistent way of dealing out actions and things like that? I choose to err on the side of faith, and that this is just the initial reaction. It's it just you know, if if people are told they can't do something. They're just going to do it anyways for a while and test the waters, test the boundaries. Um, and I think also it has the, the time for when this will change will be directly uh, impacted by when Twitch actually takes some noticeable action. Um, because, of course, we all know the big stories right now, the not so positive stories. What's going to happen out of those? Um, are we actually we're not going to know the reasons behind why people are banned or suspended or why they aren't. But. Like I said, perception is everything. If something is very clearly violating some rules that smaller channels would have been banned for, if that's not clearly and fairly acted on on every single channel, 
that's going to dictate how long these this sort of behavior is going to happen, how seriously people are going to take Twitch yeah. and its commitment to equality Absolutely. and fairness. I mean, it's going to take a big streamer getting punished for something that was like caused by like cause an outcry or something. Like it's going to be one of the streamers that consistently toe the line and you know probably cross the line and then get like reprimanded or not for it like that's going to be the turning point in my opinion and that's when people will look at it and say either oh like they have new rules but if that guy can get away with it then so can i or it's going to be like oh my god like they they're actually <laughs> enforcing the rules and you should probably oh, start listening serious. to them <laughs> <laughs> but also from that like right now i feel like people the, the people who are kind of the extremists of like, oh, Twitch is going to go down. It's all SJW run now and all these snowflakes. Those people are already acting like Twitch is following up on all these rules. Like it's so backwards. They're they're not, they're, they're already pre-afraid when nothing's really happened yet. They're like, oh my God, Twitch is going down the drain. Um, all my favorite casters are going to go away. This is the end of Twitch. And, you know, they're the ones memeing and doing all the things. Nothing's actually happened. I, it's almost like... <laughs> What are they? I mean, so that's a good thing. About? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd rather those people be afraid than not afraid. I guess. Like, sure. Just like reactionary to a mirage. It's like because yeah. we haven't really seen that the fallout or it's the benefit, really like strange. any of the things. And also, yeah. like if if Twitch does actually follow up, and there's been a very specific case recently where you would think a smaller streamer would be banned for, and I think has been banned for in the past, if I'm recalling certain situations correctly. Um, and he or she has not been banned for it, or even like, who knows, maybe there was a warning. We have no idea, but I'm like sure. perception, perception, perception. And if that person does get action taken, we're going to see a lot more of those, like, oh, the SJWs have won again. Sort of thing. Like it, you almost can't win on Twitch's side. So I do feel for them yeah. in that way. You're going to get some sort of backlash. Um, but Twitch has made a lot of changes, good and bad, over time, and they've always bounced back. I really do firmly believe that this is a good step towards something, something more positive, and a step that was much, much needed, especially with all this pressure coming from not just social media, but uh, press covering it as well, and other platforms that are growing exponentially and and potentially becoming true rivals in the next couple of years. Um, so, yeah. I, I have to have faith. If I don't have faith, why am I fighting? Why am I being vocal? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether or not, like, you know, Twitch was inspired by Mixer's rules and you pointing that out. Um, I mean, you're right. Like, there is there is competition. And for a while, like, Twitch was is definitely the front runner and, and you know, laughing their way to the bank. But, you know, <laughs> Microsoft is not like a... It's not going to just back down and be like, all right, we'll just uh, chill here. Like they're they're making a lot of moves. And um, Microsoft is not and, a little startup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Small indie company. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's very interesting to see, like with competition, you know, what what puts a fire under under Twitch's belt? Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, all of us here want Twitch to be, you know, the best platform. We all stream on it. And you know, it, it's something that we are all loyal to and we can call our home. Like we want it to, it's like, we, we just care, you know, we, that's why we are very vocal about these things because, you know, it's our livelihood and it's, you know, our, our place of happiness. So we want to see it yeah. know, be the best that it can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and people have, I, I have gotten feedback from internal saying, you know, like, why <laughs> I'm being really vocal. Am I just going to leave? Like, why am I, why am I causing waves? You know what? Because I care. I give a damn. If I didn't right. give a damn, I would just leave and shut up about it. It's kind of the same thing in relationships for me. I was just going to argue. You. I give a shit. Like I care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once I go quiet, that's just like, I've given up. What is the point anymore? Right. If so I'm ignoring you, we're not going anywhere. Exactly. Right. Um, and the reason that I'm invested in any way in Mixer's development in these other startups are coming up. Caffeine is you know, trying mm -hmm. to do something here and Facebook and YouTube and a couple others that I don't want to name right now is because I do want Twitch to have healthy competition. I want them to be scared a little bit. I want them to have that fire that makes them innovate more and stop mm -hmm. putting out these very tone deaf updates, like 5 million bit badges and lately these emails that say hey i know you've unsubbed from this streamer do you know that you can re you know like things that 
we aren't consulted on first. You know, they all seem very businessy, very corporate-y, mm-hmm. very how can I make more money e. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's why we fight, as we want to make sure that we are heard and that we were confident in the place that we chose to call home, yeah. and and to see it develop and grow like it used to in, in such a, a meaningful way. And so I think some of that, um, as you were saying, the the tone deaf posts and and adjustments and modifications that are that are showing up. Um, a lot of people have simply asked, "Are you are you even listening to us?" Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we had a couple people who were like, "Hey, we'd like this." We have a ton of people going like, "Hey, we need this," mm-hmm. and it's you know, and we've been talking about it for years, and some of those things for years have have shown up, name changes, things like that. Um, but a lot of them still seem to, as much as in our imaginations, we think they'd be simple impl- implementations. We're not seeing any response about them whatsoever. So in terms of, of the feedback and like listening to us, one of the things that I saw show up out of this conversation that, that you prompted on Twitter was uh, a matter of uh, specificity in the new guidelines, right? Is, are these are some of these or all of these, is the, is the overall approach too vague or are some of these appropriately specific and appropriately vague so as to give a little bit of leeway and room, a little bit of subjective case by case situations? What's your, what's your take on that? Well, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. There's, there's leeway. <laughs> there's, yeah. there, it's subjective, definitely subjective right now. I actually don't have too much of a problem with their anti-hate and harassment section. I think they did a really good job on that. Um, there's, there is fire there. Um, people are that that's the main thing that's got everyone scared is like, Oh my God, I need to like watch out for my own audience now and, and their behavior. I need to actually take ownership of the toxicity that my stream is creating out there. I love that. I can't do, I can't harass people off of Twitch anymore. Like that's, that's all great, I think. Um, and a lot of people are, are, are like, what? They're going to monitor? No, Twitch is not going to monitor actively. They're not going to actively police everything you do outside of Twitch. It just it's means- It's the Twitch that, NSA. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. not going to be watching all of- They have better things to do <laughs> than watch your tweets. Um, but it just means that they are also subject to, you know, you can still report people off of that. That's It's still good evidence. And you can't, you have to be responsible. If you're uh, going to be a member of Twitch, you do have to act responsibly and not have any harassment, follow people from outside of Twitch to Twitch. Um, so I think the anti-harassment and the anti-hate rules are quite good. It's the the sexual content that's definitely more vague. Um, it, it's, it sparked a lot of conversation and I- yeah. I'm all for body positivity. I'm all for wearing whatever the hell you want. Um, but on the flip side, Twitch really needs to be consistent. You know, like if they want to allow something, allow it. If they don't want to consistently don't allow it, then uh, it's just not there yet. And I don't know a hundred percent if it's due to the clarity of the rules or lack thereof, or if it's because of the, varying degrees of actions being taken. I, I don't really know where it falls. I do think that the rules are still vague. Um, what you wear to a mall, like what does that actually mean? But I was I was kind of assured um, on the, we, we had a little uh, call afterwards and a whole bunch of partners were on it. And they assured us by saying, it's all about context. If you're at a beach, you can wear a swimsuit. If you're doing a workout stream, you can do squats and things like that. But it still doesn't seem like that's happening or it's yeah. vague. Like, I don't know which side it is. I think so, it's vague. As a follow-up, how how would you make the rules more um, or less vague? Like, because I feel like a lot of that is because it's like, it has to be interpreted. Like, I guess because like, you know, the situations that they gave, it's like, some people could wear a tank top and it'll look like their boobs are about to come out, whereas other people could wear a tank top and like it's not doesn't look sexual at all. I mean, like, so how do you how do you like make those rules like less of a gray area? I honestly have only one real suggestion. Originally, I was like, well, tick, Mixer does this thing and it seems pretty clear. Like they drew these little bodies, these little um, and then they. um like cut off like sections that you can't show sort of thing. Like they blurped out, like you mm. can't show this, you can't show this part of some of them are very obvious. Um, but 
originally I thought, okay, maybe that that's the way to go because if it works for another platform, it could work for us and it's being reviewed very well. Um, but I think Mixer and Twitch are actually very different in community types and it wouldn't, it, it eventually occurred to me that it won't work for Twitch that way. Context is extremely important. We do need to put faith in the uh, moderation team to barely like moderate that. But I, the only thing I can suggest is to have 18 plus content be 18 plus content. Absolutely. There's just, it's too much to write down in a big list and and yeah. and like what one person sees as sexual might not be for another person one one person's yeah. body type even can be right. seen as sexual whereas another one isn't like yeah absolutely also, like the whole boobs thing like someone who isn't as busty wearing the same thing as someone who is busty some people will view that as more sexual than the exactly. other right it's it's too difficult but if you were to say like this is an 18 plus stream I think that could actually work, maybe. What, yeah, what I mean, the, obviously that's that's. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I was I was going to say it's a slight shift in in direction. One of the reasons that I'm a huge fan of the vagueness is the more specific you are, and I think we all know this because we've all been children, and some of us still maintain that. The more specific you are, the more likely uh, with 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 rules, the more likely somebody is to go. How can I slightly skirt around that? What can I do that barely dodges that and allows me to go, hey, I didn't do that. You said, right? That, that's what we usually hear is, you no, know, you said this, this, and this, and I did this. That's clearly outside the thing. The more vague it is, the more you allow that interpretation on the side of moderation. I feel like the, in, in some ways, and I think there's no perfect system, but in some ways, I feel like that gives you a better opportunity to actually govern the site in a way that's going to be more beneficial overall in the long term, as opposed to, as you said, a big old list of rules of like, you can't do this, you can't do this, make sure you memorize that and don't do any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to, I hit a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, what, what you guys said about the, 18 and up thing like that's definitely something that should be enforced and um oh yeah it's like th that can actually have room to be strengthened as well um you know i don't i don't know if how many channels actually mark themselves as mature and have mature content um and it's kind of a com very confusing thing because you know like my channel is definitely not 18 and up but sometimes i'll play a game that is definitely 18 and up you know mm -hmm. but it's like so am i just mature like do i mark the stream as mature because i, I like I, my content's not mature, but the video game might be. So it's like, do I mark right. that? Um, you know, is there actual That's enforcement? Like, how do you know? Like a stream should have a tag. I think when you're in the channel that it's 18 up as well, because let's say uh, a kid that is on their parents' account, um, you know, they have no way of seeing that that content's 18 up because their account's registered as 18 up, so they just really have access to anything. Um, like having something visible. Or like maybe like underneath where it has all your channel information like what game you're playing Ooh. what team you're on and then it, there's like a red tag that says like 18 and up you know i think yeah. that's something that constantly could be helpful. visible yeah you're stealing ideas from mixer because <laughs> it's actually oh, really? am I? you do yeah really okay yeah well like, that's a good idea shark like that man <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> huh no i totally agree i i just we we have irl came in and just fucked everything up <laughs> it really did in a good and bad way i'm not saying get rid of irl by any means but it it came in fast and furious and i don't mm -hmm. think anyone at twitch was really prepared um i don't know if they did it because they just like we just want to do it let's see what happens sort of thing and and they kind of expected that things were just gonna get shaken up like crazy or what but irl really really i think was a huge cause for why these changes needed to be made mm. um i I don't, I don't know how to fix any of those problems. <laughs> <laughs> IRL is definitely a very interesting category. Um, it, it definitely was cultivated by a lot of negative uh, channels that created a subculture within Twitch of mm -hmm. IRL equals yes. trash, basically. I mean, mm -hmm. I stream sometimes on their IRL when I'm just talking in the, in the beginning of my stream. We're just hanging out. You know, not playing games at the like in a second, and you could tell when I'm streaming under IRL because it doesn't take long for you know someone to come in to say something stupid. Um, and How long? you know, 
10 seconds. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, they there was the um, the banning of Ice Poseidon. That, that was definitely like a, a huge controversy with the IRL section because he was the IRL section for a long time. And, yeah. you know, that was a hugely toxic community. Um, you know, the rule changes will definitely affect those, probably those channels the hardest. And I don't know if it's enough to, to change IRL. I, I feel like they need, like, more channels, like sub-channels or something within IRL or something. Mm. You know, yeah, like, like, like travel. Like social and, right. Yeah. So more sub-channels, but also got to keep in mind that these changes right now, the anti-hate and harassment mm -hmm. and the sexual content, those are just, from what Twitch was saying, the first of many to come in the community right. guidelines. So we've yet to see what, they're, what they have in plan that will hopefully very much impact how IRL is managed. So it, it, it does say right at the top that it's intended to be a living document. This is not fixed. This is not, this is not like etched in stone and here we're handing you the tablets and now go forth into the world for the next 5,000 years and yeah. follow these guidelines. These may change again later on this year as they, I don't I know when so. the changes are likely to happen, but as they see, as they are confronted by uh, some of the, the things that people are continue to do or, or changes and shifts that happen or desires if they listen to the community heavily as they, mm -hmm. as they have in some of these situations. Yeah. I really hope that they keep it a living document. One of the mm -hmm. things that made other platforms a little more um, looked up to is the fact that they do have their ear to the ground. They have yeah. very specific rules surrounding what's current, what's happening right now. Things like don't call, like you can't call a female streamer a cam girl just like yeah. right off the gate. You know, like it doesn't mean you can't use that word in general. It's still topics, right? But things like that shows that they are listening, that they are current. And they're not just keeping this outdated document for years and not looking at it anymore. It mm -hmm. also shows that their moderation team is kept up to date. You know, like they have very specific, these are things that are happening right now that we can nip in the bud right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I hope that Twitch does keep this a living document and update it frequently. That because it will show that they are in fact listening, that they care. Since yeah. in, in general, big business, they don't really look at moderation as a huge part of the the business plan it's not what makes them money um so this would show that they are prioritizing it more than they have been before it's so important they're just setting themselves up for such bad pr currently <laughs> if they don't do something like this yeah yeah so do you guys like what do you guys think the community guidelines could add or strengthen if you could revise them like do you think they're okay as it is and you want to see how it it affects channels or do you think that they could be stricter? Um, so from what I hear, the, the guidelines aren't actually a major shift in what their internal processes are. Their internal processes are very um, clearly defined, but these guidelines are really just more public facing and saying like these are now the things or these are the things that we can justifiably ban you for or suspend you for or what have you. Um, and they're more that than they are. These are now things mm -hmm. that we can ban you for. It's more accountability and it, it's, it's now just clarifying the actions that they're taking and why. Um, because it, it was always vague before. Uh, if someone gets banned, they don't really get too much information. I think just a statement of the rule that they're breaking. Um, but hopefully that changes down the line. They get a little more information about that because they do have much clearer guidelines internally. Um, so I, I really don't know if there's too much that I would change about it currently. It's just a matter of enforcing it fairly. I'm definitely in the neutral camp of see what happens. We, I mean, yeah. <laughs> working, you know, sometimes pretty, pretty well in a lot of cases before we had the guidelines. Now we have these guidelines that, that, uh, are for, are for us, right. As clear as what you're just saying, it's, it's more for, for us than it is for, moderation to change their behavior it's more for us to look at something and go like oh i should make sure that i'm not doing this i wasn't too sure about that before it seemed a little more open but now it's like they it there it is it's right there um i'm definitely more in the wait and see category and again with it being an open living document oh i said open with it being a living living document subject to to change and modification as they see uh need 
and as they see fit, um, it, it affords them the opportunity to adjust uh, dynamically to a situation. That Twitch is, is constantly reshaping itself and continuing to grow. And with, just with internet culture in general, it's unpredictable 10 years down the road. So keeping that, keeping that open, you know, what's it going to be like in six months? What's it going to be like in eight months, uh, two years, allowing them to make those adjustments. I think that's really important. And, and I'm totally on the, let's see what happens and let's see what adjustments they make. But I'm also, I think we, the, let's see what happens is, is definitely like where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's unfortunate because be I, I want us to have a voice. What is our voice right now? They have user voice forums for feedback. It's just a vacuum right now. Mm -hmm. Do they actually do anything with that? There's, there's like no updates as far as I can tell, like other than things that they've already planned on doing. Um, so I've used the forums. I have tried upvoting things. I have asked other people to upvote, upvote things. I currently have one that's like way at the top. Do they address it? No. Um, they're, I, I know partners who aren't even getting feedback and responses and answers from their partner reps. There's nothing that they can share publicly because of PR, understandably. Yeah. So what do we have left to do to have impact on their decision so that it's not just tone deaf or it's not just things that are without our input? Um, we just have to be vocal. Is that where we're at right now? We just have to use our own social media, stir some shit up. Um, like it's hard to do this anyways, because we don't really want to make this platform that we love look bad. Um, but we also don't want it to be bad and no one really feels heard except for the people who have, you know, kind of internal friends, but that's again, playing into favoritism. So it, we need some sort of communication as even if it's just with partners, I know it's bad to say that right now, but like if partners even aren't getting answers from their reps, then where are we at? Like we, all we can do is wait and see, you know, like there should be a conversation. Right. Interestingly enough, I, it almost, I know that there are a lot of people who are listening to this right now. And as soon as they say it, they're going to go like, Oh no, 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 no. It almost sounds like there would be, we could benefit collectively Twitch and broadcasters from having some kind of unionized organization facing down a large group of broadcasters who have a generally coherent and cohesive set of ideas that they want to bring to Twitch. Instead, we're, you know, right now we're, we're, it's a bunch of individual people and we're all like, you know, screaming into the void and there's not a, uh, there's not an immediately an immediately beneficial relationship between individual broadcasters, as you pointed out repeatedly in that, in the, uh, your last comments between broadcasters and uh, Twitch formal, uh, instead having uh, some kind of a collective voice that's incidentally happening through these big blowups on Twitter where everybody's getting on board and then you see Twitch address it later. That's the informal version of the, of the kind of thing that occurred to me as you were, as you were speaking kind of interesting future directions. Curious. Yeah, do you wanna you wanna take the lead on that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those papers know. going around. Get those right, I, I, I don't know any streamer that has the extra free time to put together something like yeah, free that. Free time's a problem. But um, you know, I I do agree that like in it feels like Twitch grew a lot faster than like they grew internally, and you know we started to get partner reps, but not everyone has a partner rep. Um, I think that the partner reps have too many partners because I, 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 I feel like a lot of partners feel like they're not, you know, getting enough communication with their, their, their representative. Um, I think like maybe, you know, some type of, maybe not, maybe not a union, but maybe something that's more <laughs> inclusive with Twitch, like, like a focus sure. group or focus groups. Um, and, and they do, they do do, they've started to do some of that where, you know, they'll have like different departments reach out to the partner reps and they'll find suitable streamers and do like feedback sessions and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, clearly like there's definitely room for them to, to improve the, the communication between streamers or, or the community itself and, you know, them Twitch itself. But what you're saying is like they do include us on those feedback um, circles and things like that. Those are ideas that they come up with. Right. This is that true. We, like the conversation is flowing outward to us. There's no conversation from us going in. And exactly. then, you know, like it takes a big stink, huge stink 
like the the whole sub streaks being dropped thing like lots of people people losing up to a thousand subs like that is crazy um for them to to finally do something they didn't even acknowledge the fact that it was a problem until that and then somehow a week later it was addressed uh, you know um so that's information flowing inwards that we need for them to be able to to um respond to as opposed to the other way around i think yeah yeah um so i think guys if you guys have any questions we'll start taking those um as we wrap up our discussion so if you guys have anything you want us to address um, I, I do have uh, one more question to throw out to you guys, um, and it, it's, I guess, like basically a comment on, you know, we talked about Mixer have these rules, Twitch has these rules. Uh, we've seen companies, um, Hunter was telling me, someone, you know, a uh, member of the Overwatch League, a player got kicked off a team for uh, saying, I think it was like, like racist, like, con- like multiple incidents remarks. of... Yeah, repeatedly. Right. So how do you feel about this trend as a whole with companies, you know, starting to take action against this kind of stuff instead of letting, you know, freedom of speech run wild? Uh, great. Good. <laughs> keep, keep it coming. Like we, we, I, I always say, I, I love seeing people saying, well, I guess I'm going to go to the mixer. <laughs> like, good luck because yeah. the reins are tight over there. And I guess I'm going to go, you know, there's less places for terrible, terrible scum of the earth to run. And I love that. There are fewer corners for them to hide in. Great. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, you 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 are running out of dark corners to be a, a garbage bag of a person. Yeah, exactly. Change your attitudes instead of trying to retreat into other into other places. And I think it's a really great direction. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna continuously face um that 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 pushback from them but i think it's important that we're that all of us as you were saying the these various various companies these various esports teams um and broadcasters and communities as all collectively sort of regenerating um a more wholesome um approach and i think that uh, I, I think to my own to my own stream with this stuff like i i have an 18 plus stream all around the subjects that we talk about the language that i use it uh, it gets it gets funky and it gets crazy and they're very adult subjects we talk about all the time. But it's also a very wholesome stream at the same time. Uh, so you don't it doesn't mean make everything G rated at all. Uh, but there there are different approaches that you can have. And I think it's it, people are taking some really good making some really good strides toward acknowledging that and allowing that to be in place at the same time as uh, as changing the culture to really. Not, not, and not just the culture with the attitudes, but, uh, but also the rules and the enforcement of the rules, like on that, on that team, Dallas Fuel, I think, um, to very publicly, very openly show people that, uh, that they as, as companies, they as teams, and uh, we together are, are legitimately uh, moving forward with this. Try and stop it. Uh, good luck. Right. It's happening. And I think a big problem with, you know, platforms and places where you can have discussions or make comments is, you know, the fact that you're anonymous and the fact that you can pretty much say anything without getting any real, you know, punishment. Um, so I, I, I agree. I, I think like it's important as just like society to reprimand people that are saying things that are not, not cool to say. Like, and I think when you have a lot of young kids, you know, easily being influenced by, you know, people they look up to, people that they watch every day, uh, other comments that they see in chat and they think this is okay, like this is funny. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of a, a necessary enforcement if we want to not let society just like, you know, completely collapse, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Which or like sounds a little dramatic, but <laughs> right. no, I think We're, I think you're not far off. The, I mean, that's that's been an ever-present uh, kind of issue for like three hundred thousand years at different at different times. We're facing a new version of that with the way that the the direction that the internet is taking and the freedom that that that, that affords with 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 minimal uh, uh, cultural pushback. Because it's it's just a new it's a bit of a wild west. Yep. Yeah. And and also a lot of people don't understand the difference between just playing with your friends. No one's trying to censor how you act in life but there are rules to using someone else's platform and you're called an influence. Certainly then you have influence. 
And, and that's responsibility that people should understand that they have yeah. when they you want power, a- pay the price for yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we do have, do have, looks like a couple of questions. Uh, first one being, will this help against viewers and ugly comments? Can streamers do more than just ban from their own channel? Hmm. Will this being the new TOS? Yes. Or the updated guidelines. Um, that's actually a question that I asked Twitter as well is just in general for mods, do you report things or not? If you report them, then something will happen. But like, you know, Twitch can't Maybe. actively monitor everything that happens. So you have to report it for something to happen. And yeah. it's, it's up to the your moderation team to report or not. And if, if you don't and you're just banning them, then... I mean, this is not really like, it sounds harsher, but it's just basically making a problem for another channel. Um, That's true. Someone makes the, the step to, to take the step to actually report that person. So it, right now it's doing worse for some people because they're just kind of using it as fuel for, for a different kind of trolling. But yeah. you know, maybe, maybe this is the, the start of some changes over the next year. I hadn't, I hadn't quite thought of it that way that, banning somebody from your channel is really just forcibly ignoring them forcibly muting them as opposed to taking action to like they could go everywhere else you are one out of what three million chance you know it's like they could go they're going to leave your channel then and go somewhere and you you're just you're pushing that over one you're pushing that onto onto somebody else i had not quite considered that that's an interesting point yeah, I, it, you can report any any um, account on Twitch. So if it's something that's um, you know super bad, like Mob Lord mentions, like racists or death threats or you know homophobic comments, like something really bad, you can report those. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so make sure to use the reporting system. Um, you know, and, and tell your mods be like, hey, like you know, if someone breaks Twitch's rules, like those are against Twitch's guidelines. So if they break that, like that's they're subject to being banned off Twitch completely. So, you know, definitely instruct your mods to make sure that those comments, you know, get reported properly. Um, Good point. uh, Next question. Would you consider that idea of an internal rating system added to Twitch, much like the TV rating system, uh, ESRB, PEGI, or movie rating system? So not just 18 and up, but I guess like different stepping stones for content. Yeah. I personally don't really see a point in that. Um, it that's something that would change from hour to hour, not not just from stream to stream. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, you can mod when when those um, rating systems are in place, it's for content that you entirely control. You're making the content, whereas you're playing games in this case. Like, our half of our content is dictated by someone else making the content. So I don't know if that's that's true, but. I don't know. I personally don't see that. So that would be more like a, a guideline in that regard rather than like something stringently set and uh, to which it, we would adhere. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. base, the base um, age for Twitch is 13 anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think I without think parental guidance, right? Mm-hmm. Before that, you can be on just, you're supposed to, or you can't, not allowed to own your own account without parental you can't vision. stream under, under 13 too unless you have a definitely can't yeah you. yeah so i, oh, I, I would yeah. be curious about that kind of the, uh, taking that approach in order to help parents guide their children uh when it came to creating the account and opening it up to what they were capable of watching to, without direct supervision so with two-factor authentication parent has it on their phone it's not duplicated elsewhere so you're not going to be able to say change go in as the, the the child and change your settings to be like oh, I want to watch the eighteen plus streams. Uh, so you set it up. You're like I want this account only to be able to access these you know streams that are rated for PG whatever or whatever our ratings would would be in this circumstance. And then that's all they would see. They don't even they don't even have access to. They can't even see the 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 thumbnail preview for eighteen plus streams or sixteen right. plus streams. The reason that I don't see as much value in it is because it would be user regulated you know like and yeah. anyone could just say i'm pg-13 well um, okay so, yeah. so what what about like uh, being able to filter games by their rating okay yeah like, i can see that Ooh, 
that's something I, I think that would have more impact for sure. Well, but then again, that's that's varies by region. The United States has its own rating system, right? The EU, I believe, has a separate rating system and they're not they don't communicate. They're entirely independent. So I don't know how some of that would work either that. Yeah, it, 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 there's like, there's definitely some more complication than <laughs> wants to. I mean, I guess it's question. like it, it would probably based on your where your account is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like how like the front page is, is something that I, like me and my viewers are realizing is region based. So yeah. someone in Europe is seeing someone different on the front page than I would. So it could be something like that where it's like, okay, this accounts in you know North America. We're given you know these ratings. But I think it could be a very helpful idea to filtering content. Um, at least like as a, as a parent, you know, trying to make sure like, oh, my kids should only have access to, you know, these rating games. Even if, you know, whatever the, the content entails. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's more objective. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the, in, about an option for streamers to ban users by IP address? No. <laughs> no. Too much power. Yeah. Too much you, power. I don't um, think you should be taking any of the job away from moderation team other yes. than reporting to them. And the moderation team, I believe, can do that. Like for a, a like ban evasion or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, also thinking about uh, this is something that I've run into before uh, having straw polls. You know, I used, used straw poll, not whatever, straw dot poll. I don't know. Uh, it's got a, it, you know, there's a little, there's a little checkbox that you can select for, uh, prevent, you know, multiple uh, pre- fraud, fraud prevention kind of thing where people from the same IP address can't vote. Well, it turns out <clears throat> unbeknownst to my dumb brain, people, people live together and usually have multiple accounts for stuff and they will watch things separately, independently. Sometimes it's in a dorm, sometimes it's in an apartment, sometimes it's in a house and sometimes, uh, it's at an internet cafe. Or there are uh, or or a public Wi-Fi spot or something, and uh, uh, banning banning from the IP, you know, suddenly you shut down Starbucks. Everybody who may be watching, to, or you know, whatever it happens to be, uh, <laughs> it, it would be an unfortunate byproduct that I think would it immediately takes it uh, a step too far because of those, for sure, because of those incidental outside aspects. Yeah, I mean, it's also like technically every account on twitch can be a streamer so does every stream every account have access to every other account's ip to be able to do ip bans like like uh, uh. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, this just would not work um that's true so anyways do you guys have any other closing comments that you'd like to to give to who's watching about you know these guidelines or anything related to what we talked about today Hunter, you go first. <laughs> I'm. I was. I was trying to formulate. I was hoping that I would be the last to go because I was trying to crank <laughs> the wheels in my head. Um, I, one one point that I keep coming back to is that it's a living document, and I think it's really important given the way that I've seen people think about and talk about changes like this and and this kind of subject matter before. Is as you're pointing out, is like, oh, it it's all over. It's all doomed because these things have come into place, or um, or this isn't enough. Uh, we need so much more to be done, or this doesn't address this issue or whatnot. But I, I, I really want to reiterate that it's it's explicitly stated. It doesn't mean that it's going to, you know, every month they're going to be adding changes, but it is explicitly stated, and I have reason to believe, I have faith for sure, and, but also reason to believe that it, that it will be addressed uh, again and again. And um, I don't know the approaches that <laughs> I really should. don't know the approaches that we can take to help Twitch address them in ways that we feel that they, you know, to, to, to get ourselves heard. But, um, but keep in mind that this is not fixed and, and infinite and permanent and the 10 commandments. Um, it, it's something that's, that's, that's likely to change and be refined and reformulated uh, over the, over the months and, uh, and the years. Um, yeah, that's excellent. I, I also, I did want to go back to one thing about when you asked what could be made clearer. It occurred mm-hmm. to me, one thing could be made clear is they they had in that little stream that said uh you know he talked about the changes in the first stream i think they did that and he's like if you're joking make sure people know you're joking i don't think 
that was the wisest thing to say because it's basically bringing back the kappa like you know like yeah. i can say something racist but i didn't mean it it was just a joke or like yeah. i don't mean this it's just a joke but racist 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 you know that's yeah. something i think needs to be clarified and nipped in the butt early that there's just I, yeah. too many open doors that's interesting yeah. um but in terms of closing comments um i think right now twitch is being accused of just fully embracing that corporate culture and PR positive campaigning. And it's just losing touch with its actual users. And I don't, I can't really argue against that. Like I get that it's a business. Absolutely. At the end of yeah, the day, right. that's what Twitch is. They're trying to make money, but it really seems like they've moved so far past its old ways of listening and fostering and actual community building. It's almost becoming unrecognizable. And the, the messages that they have on paper is they're very good. They're inclusive. They're friendly. They seem like they've got the ear to the ground. But a lot of us see through that and, and they see that it's very businessy, very money making like uh, the reasoning behind all of that. And it, it's like, you know, will it look good to press? Will this program lock in more small streamers from moving to other platforms? Will this yep. make us look current and caring? Um, so I know they can't speak out. Um, they can't tell us things that they, you know, could potentially put them in a bad spot, but they need to show that they're at least listening. And it doesn't seem like they're listening if they're putting out these uh, guidelines that they're not necessarily enforcing. You know, like it, it seems very PR and not something that is like what we actually want, what is needed, that they're actually showing us they are in fact listening. This is something that you guys wanted. We're going to do it. It seems like, oh, we really need to do something because other people are doing it or like people are starting to complain. We're starting to look bad. And I want to have faith that that's going to change. But I think the, the big thing is they need to um, prove that they're going to act on these changes and they need to prove that they're listening to us. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, overall, obviously, I think these changes are a good thing. Like, you know, so if they enforce what they what they say that they're going to enforce, then that's going to be, I think, a huge overall benefit to Twitch and its culture, its community. Um, and you, it, you've nailed it. Like, it comes right down to enforcement. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll probably look back on this in, in six months, see how it's changed. Like. Yeah. I think Twitch could easily look drastically different a year from now, um, or it could just be more of the same. And, and you know, you, you're going to have people that are just tired of dealing with that. And, you know, there's other platforms out there. So, um, you know, it's the ball's still in Twitch's court. And, you know, it's, it's, it's up to them to, you know, I guess, you know, communicate a little bit better and try to, you know, work with us and not just, you know, thinking for us, um, you know, yes. when, um, you know, making changes or, or adding new things. So we'll see. But yeah, overall, it is definitely a step in the right direction. Um, I think so. So that's going to conclude our episode. We're going to do some shout outs. So we'll go through. Clara, why don't you tell us where we can find you on the interwebs? interwebs uh twitter <laughs> i am on twitter more than anything else uh so twitter.com slash seriously clara i'm seriously clara everywhere instagram um discord my site is seriously clara.tv twitch is seriously clara um and my contact emails on my twitter bio so that's where you can find me mm -hmm. awesome hunter uh you can find me here mondays at 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern and twitch.tv slash the hunter wild i'm streaming uh you know all the time except for one day that's a really important day for me on twitter at the hunter wild tv it's got the tv at the end it's important to remember again that other guy not me <laughs> um i'm loco and uh i am I'll, I'll also be here mondays at 5 p.m eastern time <laughs> um so you guys can find me at twitch.tv slash loco twitter.com slash loco 2525 uh, currently playing a lot of Battle Royale games and uh, Oxygen Not Included, which is, mm -hmm. is seriously addicting. Um, so thank you guys. That's going to do it for us today. Um, I am really excited to be able to announce next week's show. We're going to be uh, talking Twitch, or actually not Twitch, moderation in general. Moderation 101 yes. with Mob Lord and Lucky Misfit will be joining us uh, to veteran moderators in all capacities um 
from Twitch adminning to moderating channels. Um, so it should be a really good episode. We're going to try to explain really to you guys. Um, yeah, we're going to try to help you guys with, um, you know, how to find mods, how to build a mod team, but also on the moderation side, how to be a good moderator, how to become a mod, uh, and, and the ins and outs of what it takes to be a mod for a, a stream. So hope to see you guys here next week. Same time, same place, twitch.tv slash streamersquare. Uh, definitely check us out at twitter.com slash streamersquare and our YouTube, youtube.com slash streamersquare if you want to see the VODs of the past stream scene episodes. Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining us for a very interesting discussion. Um, it's uh, We'll see where the Twitch guidelines stand you know, six months or a year from now. And uh, mm -hmm. thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. So have a great week. Me. Thank you, Clara, again for being yeah, on the show. You ton, did Clara. an amazing job. You are heroic. So thank, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week, guys. Take care. Take care.